Chapter 1 I remember the first time I ever saw Katrina. I was probably ten years old at the time, and she was a little younger than me. She was a new kid in the school, and I noticed her because she was so much taller than all the other girls. She always wore her honey-blonde hair in two long braids that sat over her shoulders and were tied with blue ribbons. Something inside me made me really want to either pull on her braids or undo the ribbons. But I restrained myself because experience had already told me that girls didn't really like that, even though it was all in good fun. We both lived out in Cranebrook, which was the last stop along the bus route travelling from Penrith Primary School, and it took me a couple of weeks of watching her to finally decide that I was going to sit next to her. She just looked too lonely to me, and I figured we might as well be friends, since the bus was completely boring once everyone else got off. Can I sit next to you? I asked her. She had a bag sitting on the seat next to her. It probably meant that she didn't want anyone to sit there, but I was going to try anyway. I guess, she said, bouncing her shoulders and pulling her bag onto her lap, hugging it close to her chest. I think you get off at the same stop as me, I told her, even though I knew this was for sure. Do I? Yeah, I see you get off the bus before me every day. Oh, uh, where do you live? Etchell Place. What about you? Tornado Crescent. We're only a couple of streets away from each other, I informed her with a smile. How come you don't catch the bus in the morning? My dad drives me. Lucky you, I commented, thinking for a moment before I came up with what I thought was a brilliant plan. Hey, if we become friends, do you think you could drive me too? She shrugged and settled her inquisitive blue eyes on me. I don't know. Maybe. That settles it then. Besides, you look like you could do with a friend. I do? Yeah, I've seen you around school. You don't really talk to anyone much. Her eyes shifted downward. I don't have much to say. I'm pretty sure you've got plenty to say. You just haven't found the right people to talk to. Maybe. Those girls don't want to listen to me anyway. I want to listen to you. You can talk to me all you want, I said, attempting to peer into her face. She shrugged and turned her head away, watching the world fly past us through the bus window. So, how do you like catching the bus? I asked, just trying to get her to talk a bit. I remember thinking it would be really cool to know someone from my school who lived near me. Not many kids' parents were happy to make them travel so far to school, especially when there was a local one within walking distance of our house. I hate it, she said, turning to look at me. I hate that my parents moved so far away from my school. I hate that I have to catch a bus. It stinks. It smells like armpits and buttholes and rotten fruit. The fabric on the seats prickles the back of my legs and itches. It sucks. I was a bit shocked when this tirade of words spilled from her mouth, but when she finished, I started laughing. What's so funny? she demanded, her face set in a scowl. You're right. I laughed even harder at the indignant look on her face. It does smell like armpits, buttholes and rotten fruit. She looked at me for a moment, her blue eyes assessing mine. I guess she was trying to decide if she was angry with me for laughing, or whether she thought it was funny too. Thankfully, she chose to laugh along with me, because it was that moment our lifelong friendship began.